Welcome, everyone. This is Talk to Tatiana Show. And today with me, I have a, an amazing guest, Bobby Klink. Bobby is a Harvard Law graduate turned entrepreneur who built a thriving multiple six-figure business selling the most boring thing ever, legal templates using email. No launches or complex funnels, just plain old email. His weekly emails and sales emails have built a cult following because they're actually fun to read. Nowadays, besides helping people with the legal stuff, Bobby also helps other entrepreneurs build their own raving fan bases and master email marketing the right way. Welcome, Bobby. So great to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about what your legal template library is, because I am actually an owner of it, um, but our listeners are not familiar with it. So, and why is it important to have and what makes it yours stand out? Yeah. So I started in the online business by, um, helping people with, with the legal stuff, basically, broadly speaking. When I say online entrepreneurs here, I'm, I'm largely talking about people who sell uh, information-based products or their services. And I, I had found this need because so many people in the space were going without. And they would come to me like after the fact when things yeah. had kind of gone badly. And, yep. and then they wanted me to help. And, and the problem was like they had really like um, you know, they had avoided getting legal help up front because it seemed so expensive because it seemed like, oh, hiring a lawyer, that's expensive. I can't do that. I can't afford that. And the problem was I knew that some of this stuff, I mean, it's, it's, you know, once the, the cat's out of the bag, there's nothing you really do about it. So people would come to me and there was nothing I could help them with. And I, because it was too late. And so I tried to, to figure out how could I, make the legal stuff accessible and affordable, right? So it's not, you know, having to pay me at the time I was a $500 an hour lawyer or more like, and so getting a contract for me written from scratch would be really expensive. And so my first attempt I tried to do, um, I, I called it a membership, but it was kind of a course and it was a combination of templates and training. And, and I was doing all that. Um, and then at some point I realized someone pointed out to me that most entrepreneurs really didn't want the training. They just wanted the templates. They just wanted me to solve their problem for them, which I get, um, you know, kind of like, I'm guessing you, you, you get that sometimes Tatiana that people are like, yeah, I don't really want to learn about the accounting stuff. Just tell me what to do, you know? And, and so, um, so then this was, I guess in 2018 that I broke it out and just focused on just selling legal templates. And I give plenty of legal training away for free. I, I, um, all the stuff I used to charge for, I just started giving away so people could understand what they need to do to protect themselves. And then the legal templates are what they use to do it. And, you know, I, I sold them individually. And, and when I was first kind of getting into the space, I started by um, packaging it up into what you, what you refer to my template library, which is kind of my all access pass. And, at the time I was doing some kind of launches. They weren't fancy. They were email launches, but they were, people could only buy it during these limited time periods. And then I said, that's just dumb. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> and so I just <laughs> made it available all the time for people to buy. Um, and people say, you asked me like, what's different or what's special about it. Um, one of the things that I think a lot of regular entrepreneurs have told me that they love so much about my templates 
the templates are great, they say, but it's the video instructions that come with it because um, I have video instructions for every template that walks through how to customize it, which I don't want to be part of what people love. And they do like that. But I also just kind of quickly explain what these big, ugly, um, legally sounding clauses mean. So people can understand what their agreements actually say and why it says it and what they need to worry about. And people have told me that that's one of the things they love the most because they actually understand what their agreements are and kind of how they all fit together. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, that makes perfect sense. And it's, it's best to do that when, when people are just starting out as opposed to after the fact, after yeah. they've, they've got, yeah, made total, makes total sense. Absolutely. So, um, and I actually also do love the videos that come with a document. It makes it so much easier to, uh, to really tweak it to your liking and to, um, make it custom for yourself. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. And you've mentioned that you've kind of launched this legal template library through email. So could you talk, I know that you have an email training program. Could you talk a little bit about how that transforms a, a business? Yeah. So what, what I found was, um, when I was first getting into the online business, I was doing the typical thing with my emails. I was every week, um, I had a po- I have a podcast and every week I would send an email that said in this week's episode of this podcast, we talk about, and then there would be really boring bullet points that, you know, it, it probably sounded to people like, you know, I mean, it didn't sound, you were reading it, but it would be almost like listening to someone read the dictionary. I mean, that's about how entertaining it was. And so like, that's how I did it forever. Cause that's like, everyone's like, Oh, well, summarize your content, summarize your content, tell them what your, your stuff is. And so that's what I was doing. And, um, I had this inspiration. It was back in like August of 2018. I went to an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial event. And right before that I had, I had put up a video in a group with the people and they had said, Hey, this video is great, but it doesn't really have a lot of your personality in it. And so that was kind of percolating in my mind. And then at this event, I was talking to some people I'd become friends with who were, who were saying that, you know, knowing me in person and reading my emails, it was a completely different thing. And they said, I wish people could actually get to know the real you. And so literally I started writing emails like the next week after that event that were pure me. Like the first email I sent after that event, like the subject line was in quotes, why are you sending pictures, sending me pictures of you with random women? And that, that came because like at this event, um, I had taken like, you know, I was taking pictures with people and like someone photobombed me and I had sent this picture to my wife. Well, the event was on the West coast. I live on the East coast. So, you know, I sent it to her like after I, like she was asleep, I wake up the next morning from a response from her. Why are you sending me pictures of you with random women? (laughs) And so I tell this story in this email and all of a sudden, like for the first time ever, not only did people read my email, but I got so many responses from people and, um, it was either that or email or the next one I sent, which was not that off the wall. Um, but I, that I got someone sent me an email said, I've been on your list forever. And for the first time, I feel like you're a person, not a company. And for the first time, I actually want to do business with you. And wow. that's when I recognize this, this important fact, which is that 
um, in the space where I am, like we are all personal brands, whether we want to admit it or not. We're personal brands and people are going to buy from us because they feel connected to us. And so the power of email is in that. It's in it's not about, and again, I'll be clear, having good sales emails is important. And that's where so many people focus. But the reality is that a good email marketing program and, and people who are successful with email marketing over the long term, it's the stuff they do on the on a weekly basis that has nothing to do with selling that actually kind of makes the most uh, impact. With me, it's those weekly emails where I'm sending these things and people like literally feel like they are, you know, kind of getting a, um, you know, like they're sitting there watching the wacky highlights of my life and getting to know me as a person. And so I, that that's kind of what I've done and the shift I've made. And since then now, I mean, you know, um, the, the first time I kind of launched that template library program, I did a, a traditional launch with a webinar and all that. And it was fine. But then I looked at the data and the reality was more than half my sales came from people who didn't ever even sign up for the webinar. It was just emails was the only thing. And so then I just said, well, you know what? What if I just email my list? No ads, no launch event, just email my list you know, for the next launch and see what happens. And I had a $50,000 launch just sending emails. And I said, huh, well, that's pretty nice. <laughs> and... So then I did it again and sh- like three months later. And again, it was somewhere around the, the $40,000 or $50,000. And I was like, huh, this is, this is kind of cool, <laughs> you know? And, and so um, 2019 was all about me doing that basically. And just, and partly that was, um, partly as it was, it was of necessity because like right after that first webinar true launch, I had this case in my law firm that I still have like this law firm that's just me, um, but I had a case, kind of a zombie case come back out of nowhere. So I all of a sudden was having to spend half or more than half of my time on my law firm business, not in my online business. And so I just didn't have the time or the bandwidth to do kind of the traditional full on things. And I found that even without doing that, like, so in, in 2019, I, I had a, you know, more than a quarter of a million dollar business in the online business working half time in my online business. And like, it was all based on the power of my email and like using email to build connections with people. And, and some of the other things I would say that I do is like, unlike a lot of the people in the online space, I'm not a hundred percent focused on direct response marketing. Like a lot of people in the online space, it's all about like, I mean, everything they do is I want you to respond right now to what I'm doing, whether it's a Facebook ad or, or email or everything is driven by short term. Uh, Whereas I take a view much more like, you know, the big companies in the real world, if you will. Um, If you look at, if you look at Coca-Cola, you look at Pepsi, I mean, they're building goodwill and I do that too. Um, and so I focus on building goodwill all the time and I'm, you know, I'm making investments today that are going to pay off 12 months from now, 18 months from now, 24 months from now, and uh, kind of playing the long game. And so, you know, as a result now, you know, sometimes I've, I sell the legal stuff with email, but some, sometimes people just like randomly type my name because they've heard about me land on my website and buy my thousand dollar legal package. And I'm like, cool. 
I like the way this is working. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty amazing. I mean, you yeah. you see all these ads for people. Oh, like let's do this like thirty like your online business in thirty days or whatever. And it's just um, I never actually believe any of that because I don't think it's possible to do it. I mean, for other reasons, but your reason absolutely makes sense. Yeah, and what I'll what I'll say is like so some of that. Some of that is actually, it comes down to, to marketing. And um, again, when I talk about, I was mentioning direct response marketing, there is um, kind of the classic book about direct response marketing, at least in the online space, is this book called Breakthrough Advertising, written back in the 60s by a guy named Eugene Schwartz. And he talks about things like the level of market sophistication. And one of the things that you can do is if you're in a crowded market, you say, I can do it faster <laughs> and I can do it better. And, and, <laughs> you know, the problem is it's gotten ridiculous. It's, it's like, you know, people are talking that way and, you know, you'll see people talk about like, oh, I'll get you, you know, 10,000 Instagram followers in seven days. I'm like, well, they might help you do that, but they're not real followers. <laughs> so it's not going to help your business. Um, but it's just, it's crazy that, that, and I fell for some of the stuff early on personally, not the five days, but I fell for some of the magic pill ideas and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not falling for that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. So now you've, besides doing both of these programs, and I know that you uh, just launched um, like a, um, a program for the email marketing mm -hmm. uh, recently, besides that, I know that you are also working on a coaching uh, program. So could you talk a little bit about what you do there with your students and what, what your, what's the transformation like? Yeah. And so what, what I'm, uh, again, I have this very different viewpoint from most of the people in the online space. And what I found is that my message of like, let's not, you know, go into like the crazy, like, you know, uh, I, very much I'm going to help you, you know, build a business and focus right just on selling, 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 but actually building a, a not a product, but a business, a business that's around for the long term that where you'll actually have consistent revenue over time, not just like these big launch spikes. And, and people have really resonated with that idea because they've seen me do it. And I've talked about the fact with people that like, you know, nowadays in my business, um, you know, we, we have like on a monthly basis without launches, without any kind of promotions, we're able to completely cover all of our costs and pay me a nice salary. And so I tell people that's when you get there, that's a nice place to be because all of a sudden, like, you know, then your launches become like gravy. They're just the extra, the, the little, you know, kind of, Ooh, that's nice. And so I'm teaching people that concept, but I'm also like helping people get back to understanding that marketing isn't about and business building, but really kind of the, the kind of building your brand isn't about like chasing the latest shiny object. It's about some fundamental things we have to do. And, and again, it's just been this funny thing that I see constantly. It's like when, when TikTok all of a sudden comes out and everybody's like, oh, I'm just going to go to TikTok and I'm going to be successful. I'm like, I'm like, well, you're not successful on Instagram. You're not successful on Facebook. You're not successful on Twitter. Why do you think TikTok suddenly you're going to, you know, going to be a star there? 
And, and so many people do that. And, and it's not just social media. It's like, um, people create a course and that doesn't work. So they're like, Oh, I'll just create a membership instead. Or they, they kind of bounce around and do all these things. And and that's part of the problem. But also part of the problem is that they get sucked into these notions that all you need is this one little thing and it's going to solve all your problems. And so my coaching program is, um, about helping people do that. Like right now I have like a very small coaching mastermind, but I'm going to be kind of expanding it to a curriculum that actually includes walking people through a framework that involves like a multi-step process where you start by, you know, kind of putting a stake in the ground and setting out what you stand for. What do you believe? How are you like looking at things differently than other people? Like I do naturally with the online marketing space, but whatever your thing is, what is it that that's unique about you? That's, that's different about what you believe and what you teach and how you help people in your space. So kind of that piece, then it's about connecting with your audience and connecting in, in a genuine way and not the fake authenticity that we've all gotten used to. We've all gotten used to people saying, Oh, I'm authentic. And and their authentic is like, I'm like, yeah, my house is literally never that clean. So I don't believe for a second. That's how you live your life when you have like two children under five years old, but this is what they're, you know, or whatever. And, and even like with the authentic marketing that a lot of people doing, it's like they give you the curated bad stuff, not the real stuff. And so it's, you know, talking about that and understanding how, you know, building connections requires you to be willing to, to do some things that might not be comfortable and helping people get that piece of, of understanding how to connect with their audience and get to the point that your audience thinks of you as a friend. Like my audience, um, a lot of people like will think of me as a friend, even though we've literally never met. But because I respond to emails, because I, I, I treat people this, because I share my life and my story with people, people feel this connection with me. So that's part of it. And then the conversion, like how do you actually get people to buy? And so, you know, that's kind of the, the, the in a nutshell, what we're going to talk about and how I help people through it. Um, and we're building out kind of full on curriculum that people will get. And it's going to be like a 12 month program to walk people through each of those steps. Awesome. And so in your career and in your, I guess, online business experience, what have you found to be the, I guess, the point, the point of, for people, the point of being stuck, um, whether it relates to marketing, legal, temp, legal, legal stuff, or, or just growing a business, what have you found to be kind of an overarching topic, um, or, point of struggle or whatever it may be for, for people who are just starting out. So what I, what I would say is the thing that, that, um, the thing that almost all of us do starting out through everything is we make it too complicated and it's, you know, yes, like Tatiana stuff you do is complicated. Like a lot of the tax stuff is complicated and let's be clear that I'm, I'm not talking about, but I'm saying like, Building a business fundamentally isn't hard. You've got to figure out who you serve and how you serve them, attract them to your world, and then and then give them something they want so they'll buy. <laughs> and you know, we we when you break it down to that level, you're like, yeah, it's kind of what I got to do. But we find some of the most convoluted ways to try to do those things rather than keeping it simple. 
And um, I don't know why I, I always this, but like one of the themes I've always joked in my life that I keep things simple. I used to say, even though I went to Harvard Law School, I used to say, I'm a simple country lawyer from Texas, even though most people would not call me simple. And I never really was a con- country lawyer, but it was kind of this joke that I would tell because I look at things and to me, I, I always kind of break things down into very simple pieces. And like with business, it's the same thing. Um, and when I'm looking for, you know, I could try something very simple or direct where I could, you know, put a bunch of bells and whistles, I'm always going to go for simple and direct. And then I can always add the bells and whistles later, but I just know like, it's one of the things that I'm constantly preaching to my team. I was like, Hey, we need to, let's keep this simple. Let's not overcomplicate. And then once the simple stuff is working, like that's when literally you kind of add stuff on and see if you're enhancing the experience. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, sounds amazing, actually. And it makes a lot of sense. I mean, a lot of people overcomplicate things and accountants, I know for one, um, <laughs> tend to overcomplicate yep. things, especially when talking to clients. Yep. So I've been actually working on um, kind of getting rid of that bad habit, um, you know, since I wrote a book and and whatever, uh, because it's, it's really... It, I came to this to this conclusion when I was and I met I met someone on a plane and I asked him you know I said I'm writing a book to make things simple um, when you start a business just cover the money numbers and tax stuff and he said well listen like when I talk to my accountant I feel so dumb and I know mm-hmm. that that's not a politically correct word necessarily but I, he just he was that's his word and he said listen like I nod just to make it look like I understand what what he's talking about but I really don't. Yeah. And that's well, I, what- well, and that's the thing, like, you know, coming from the legal space, like I found that lawyers, it seemed like for a lot of lawyers, it was like they wanted to make it complicated so that, you know, they're in the in crowd or something. And, and I'm like, you know, yeah, I could do that. But most of this stuff we don't need to be complicated about. Um, and and it's just I mean, some of it is like every profession has that. But then also it's just like we naturally like, you know, you, you get a new toy and you want to play with it. Right. And it's like I like I talked about how I did a webinar launch up front because like that was like, ooh, this is something cool I can do. I can do a webinar. That'll be fun. And I knew how to do it. And it's a skill. But all I was doing was like and if you think about it, like I was making people come to a training about legal stuff to buy templates, even though. I had decided that people didn't want the training. They just want the templates. And like, when I put it that way, I was like, what, what was I thinking? Why did I think that was a good idea? Well, it was because, you know, it's this cool little marketing thing that I knew about. So why not do it? Why not try it? Why not have some fun? You know, you know, pull out our Ferrari or whatever it is in marketing world. And, you know, instead of just making it simple and making it easy. Yeah. Um, so Bobby, I mean, this, uh, this has been a really amazing content. I think, uh, I hope that listeners agree, um, just phenomenal, mind blowing ideas and, um, and stories. I love that. And I saw in your bio that you're a storyteller and yep. you definitely told some good stories and, um, on this, on the show. So I wanted to ask you if, if someone is listening to us right now and they are thinking about starting a business, but they're overwhelmed by the abundance of ads and offers and, you know, marketing solutions and trainings and so on, what would 
be the one thing that you can recommend to those people to actually make it simple to start, to make it simple and to take the first step. So, I mean, again, and this is like when you're taking the first step, it's very different. Um, What I would say when you're taking the first step, one of the most important things I would say to do is find someone who has a business like you want to build and follow them and do what they say. And so like, if you want a digital course business, you you, you go and and Tatiana, I know, you know, like our friend, Amy Porterfield, you go and you follow her and you listen and you say, I'm going to learn how to build an online course from her because that's her specialty, right? That's what she does. If you decide I want to create a membership site and you believe that's what's best for your audience, you go and you follow Stu McLaren and you do what he says because he is the membership guy. And so like, As you grow as an entrepreneur, one of the most important things to do is to stop listening to just one person and start listening to a lot. But early on, that's overwhelming. Like early on, most people need kind of one voice that they're following that will give them kind of a step-by-step guide on how to do it um, and try it. But the thing I want you to understand is even if you follow whoever it is and follow their process step-by-step to a T that's no guarantee that it's going to work. Um, I I used to, I used to play a lot of poker and I, I I did a podcast episode towards the beginning of the year where I said, entrepreneurship is like a lot like poker. You can do everything right and have it not work out. But when you do everything right, if you keep doing it and you keep getting up and you keep trying, it will work. And so what, what I tell people is like the successful entrepreneurs that we look up to aren't necessarily the most brilliant ones. They're not the ones who have the best ideas. They're the ones who keep getting up. They're the ones who keep taking shots and don't, you know, let a setback stop them. Cause uh, you know, my first ever launch where, by the way, I was too dumb. I was launching a course, but I thought, I don't need to buy something from our friend, Amy. I know she could teach me how to build an online course, but <laughs> how hard could it be? So I did that. And, and I mean, it cost me $25,000 because I, I thought I can do this on my own. And a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm an all in kind of guy. I'm a guy who just does, you know, full on or nothing. So most people don't lose 25 grand, but, um, you know, I was willing to get up. I was willing to keep trying and find a way. And so those are the things I tell people that are starting. Awesome. Thank you so much, Bobby. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show. And I know that you have a um, legal analyzer on your website, but all of your information is going to be in the show notes. So people can reach out and sign up for your email list and read your uh, fun emails. And it's, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you.